I'm not sure if I have uh, shared this particular story with you or not, but if I have, humor me. Um, growing up as a child in Wisconsin, I was tormented by my older sister quite profusely. And if she, would hear, if she were here, she would be laughing right now because she knows it's true. And one of the things she would do to torment me, well, back in a lot of places, but back in Wisconsin, every house has basements, pretty much. And the basements are huge. And of course, when you're small, well, I mean, I was never particularly, you know, small, but I was younger. And, uh, you know, the basements always seemed huge with corners and all kinds of creepy things. And dark places and all the rest. And this is what my sister would do. It may sound familiar. She would run up the stairs, close the door, lock it, and turn the light off and leave me there. And the light was on the outside. So I'd, <laughs> I'd be slamming on the door, get me out of here, get me out of here. She wouldn't because she hated me. You can laugh, it's okay. Um, and then, <laughs> then of course, I would gingerly go down the stairs into the depths of darkness. I was going to say the depths of hell, but the depths of darkness, you know, where all the creepy things were. Because you're, you know, you're little, you don't have any sense of, it was this, it was fine when there was light, but now it's dark. All of the bad things come out when it's dark, so you go back. <laughs> And you're just trying to find a light, you know, any light. Because as long as you find a light, then you're fine. You know, you get down into one of the areas where there's a light you can turn on, then it's fine. Everything's fine. As long as you find a light, it's fine. The darkness is nothing as long as there's a light. Or perhaps many of you have had the experience of just, you know, being outside and camping or that, that kind of thing that some of you people do. I don't do that. But... You know, being out in the darkness, the wilderness. I mean, I've camped before, but it's been years. Um, I'm sure it was some sort of forced punishment from my parents when I was a kid. But, you know, being out camping and you, you make a campfire, right? And, but, and, and it's dark all around you, but everyone sort of gravitates to the, to the light of the campfire. The warmth, certainly, but, but also just the light in the midst of the darkness. There's something about being attracted to that light. All right, so the motif is clear, right? Today we celebrate the light of the world coming into the darkness of the world. Before the light of the world, before Jesus Christ, mankind had no hope, none. There was no salvation. There was no hope. There was only death. There was only eternal death. There was only damnation. There's no hope. There's no hope for what would we do in our sins. There was no hope for us to be redeemed. There was no hope for heaven. There was no heaven. Everything was lost. Man was alone. Man was left in his sins. And so Jesus Christ, you know, in the fullness of time, God sends his son to be born of Mary. It's not just a nice story. It's certainly that, but it's so much more than that. 
For no longer are we alone. No longer are we left in our sins. God has sent someone to redeem us. In fact, he has sent his son. He has sent one like him, God, to redeem us, to save us from the darkness, to save us from the misery of the suffering and the sickness and the illness and everything. You might say, well, but we still have to suffer it. But yes, it's not the end. No longer is it does sickness and suffering and death have the last word. It used to. Before Christ, it had the last word. With Christ, it no longer does. With Christ, death is not the end. With Christ, there is so much more. There is so much more awaiting us. You know, the, um, the Lord God, our Father, said that one of the names of Jesus is Emmanuel. Right? We've been singing, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. Um, it's really the only Advent song that's any good. All of the other ones are horrible. They're really depressing songs, you know? I mean, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel isn't like a, you know, it's not like it has a good beat, but it's at least got a nice melody. All the other ones are horrible. But um, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. Emmanuel, what does that mean? All the, all the names have meanings. Emmanuel means God with us. God with us. The reason why the Father gives this name to his son, God with us, is because he wants us to know that he is a God with us. This is the very reason he sends his son. Could he have redeemed us in another way? Of course. God could have done, done it some other way. But he wanted us to understand that he is not a God who is a, apart from us. You know, a God who is far from us, just sort of, you know, as it were, in the heavens or in eternity, you know, far away, sort of redeeming us and saying, okay, you're fine now. But rather a God who enters into our existence, who knows what it's like to suffer, who knows what it's like to have pain and temptation, who knows what it's like to cry, who knows what it's like to suffer the loss of friends and family. Who knows what it's like to have these real human experiences so that we have one who can feel as we feel. So that on that cross, when he redeems us, he is one like us and one with us. So that now, as we continue our journey, individually and collectively, we have a God who knows us, knows our condition, knows our suffering, and is right there with us. It doesn't matter where we go. You know, it doesn't matter if this is your first time here since Easter. Don't feel, you know, it's fine. I'm glad you're here. It doesn't matter if it's your first time here for, for a decade. I'm glad you're here. Because God is with you. He's always with you. There's nothing we can do to escape him. There's nothing we can do to get away from him because he is with us. He's always with us. And let us rejoice in this fact that we have a God who loves us so much. A God who loves us so much that there's nothing we can do to ever get him to turn away. 
that all it takes for us is to turn toward him and to, to ask him, Lord, enter back into my life. And we have a God who already, before we even ask, is already there. I hope that all of you have a wonderful Christmas, a blessed Christmas, and experience great joy, great food, great presence, and the love of family and friends. Please stand.